Kia ora everyone, it's Lisa here from KVH. Um, I'm with Janneke, our biosecurity analyst. Welcome Janneke. Morning. Janneke um, and I have just briefly slipped out of the Industry Biosecurity Day here at Bay Park. Um, we've been going for a little while now and we thought we'd come out and do a podcast just to briefly talk about some of the things that have been discussed this morning and highlighted by the speakers so far. So we've had not only KVH and Zespri speakers, but we've also had Brendan Gould um, from Forestry and we've had Dave Toulon from B3. And one of the big things that I picked up on, Janneke, and I know that this is part of your role at KVH as well, is the importance of making sure that we actually properly look out for the risks that might be coming our way and make sure that we adapt what we're looking for so that we really know that we're focusing on the things that are the highest risk at any given time. And you work on risk analysis, right? Yes, absolutely. That's a huge part of my role Um, and definitely looking for ways that we can better allocate resources um, so that ties in really nicely with collaboration with other industries as well and keeping that open line of communication. Matt and Brendan both talked a lot about that and the fact that we now have the government industry agreement um, Mm. process and system in place so I know that we all work really closely with MPI all the time and other industries too. You're relatively new to KVH and neither of us were actually around right at the start of PSA days but everyone's talked today about the importance of like you say not working in silos working together and making sure that we learn from other industries as well yeah absolutely I think it's so important sharing um, knowledge and information with others it's it's so beneficial and it helps us all prepare across the industries if something were to arrive and act a lot faster and allocate those resources a lot better too Um, We have had a little bit of discussion this morning. I think it was Matt who went into some of the gaps that we have at the moment. But I don't know if they really are gaps or if they're just things that we know that we need to or can enhance more. Mm -hmm. And that's around traceability and record keeping Mm -hmm. and monitoring and reporting. And those are two things that our listeners um, can do themselves, right? So we really want to make sure that people know that they need to and can easily monitor and report and that they need to and can easily keep records. Yeah, absolutely. Keeping records is hugely no loss to a grower. It's um, it's relatively easy to do and it could be literally worth its gold, um, worth its weight in gold if an incursion were to happen. Um, it really helps us, of course, because we can trace back. That's that traceability that we um, are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just creates a really good picture right from early detection days right the way through for us to look at. And it's an, an awesome tool. Um, and that key message that we are often talking about with growers of the sooner we know something, then the more we can do about it and the more cost effective it's going to be right yeah absolutely (laughs) early detection was a key message this morning actually that Matt um, brought up a few times and um, it is also mentioned that it might be a little bit of a gap but at the same time I think there's lots of ways that we can work to gain better early detection yeah and there are some tools that we're working on and I know that um, yesterday we were in Nelson for the start of our grower workshops and we were talking about on orchard biosecurity plans and records and monitoring and reporting are all big parts of those plans as well and they're actually things that people said yesterday um, they 
do already do that, but when they sit down and think about creating a plan and writing it down, they realise how much they're already doing. So they are actually really easy things, even if keeping your records, um, some people are doing it digitally, some people are writing it down in booklets. That's okay, as long as there are records that you can access and you can share, right? Yeah, 100%. It's just about colluding everything that you do record keeping and traceability-wise into one place. Um, And that will take a little bit of time, but as you mentioned, it's relatively easy to because a lot of our growers are actually doing it already, which mm-hmm. is fabulous. Um, just very briefly, back to some of the um, risk management and keeping a lookout for offshore risks and things like that that we were mentioning. Um, we're in the high risk season for brown marmorated stink bug, which yes, is one of are. our high, one of our highest highest risk threats and has been for a number of years now. And I know that we're going to later on in the day have a panel discussion about long term management. But um, you and I have been working with the Zespri team on something that we'll have um, for show today which is a little bit of an infographic about BMSB long-term management and some of the things that people can start to think about maybe investing in or thinking about for their property that would help if we were ever facing a BMSB incursion that perhaps meant that the bug established and we needed to manage it over long term over years instead of being able to eradicate it. Yeah, um, it's very exciting this infographic that we're releasing today I believe, Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think it's so valuable to actually future plan, it's like a glimpse into the future of a possible reality that could happen in New Zealand and um, that is, as I said, so valuable for our growers if an incursion were to happen. So pretty excited about that one and preparing nice and early. So we've got almost like a plan all ready to go if it does happen. And if it doesn't, then fabulous. But we're <laughs> nice and ready either way. Well, I'm looking forward to the panel discussion. We've got um, Mike Montgomery who's going to be taking part. Shane Max is going to talk about um, what he's learnt from work overseas as well. So that'll be really neat. And um, guys, I will hopefully be back with Shane Max after that panel but in the meantime thank you Yanaka. Um, I don't know if people can hear that background noise but we're at Bay Park and there's a lot of sport going on. <laughs> <That's gorgeous>. um, <laughs> it is really gorgeous. Um, we'll quickly go and pop back in and hopefully I can get Shane shortly. So cool. thank you Yanaka. Thank you. Hi again everyone, it's Lisa and I'm here with Shane. We've just finished the Industry Biosecurity Day and um, you've just heard me having a chat to Yanaka about how the day started and what the focus was on. Thank you for joining me Shane. We have just finished a panel discussion and a presentation from you on BMSB and long-term planning in the event that we need to. What was one of the key things or one of the key points that you want people to take away from your presentation today? Oh, it was a great day and I think there were some pretty strong themes came around preparedness and, and I think it reflects what a number of the presenters were saying and, and that largely is uh, that the importance of from what we learn from overseas and what the science is telling us that it's going to be a very much an integrated approach and so we've got to be prepared to accept that what it is and I think there's three, is there three, Lisa, three key things to that? That's to try and have as much netting up as we can to yep. keep the little buggers out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one is there will be an opportunity for chemical Kill control, control. Mm-hmm. but we are challenged. Um, we are challenged with the residue issues that create. So we've got a bit more work to figure out just exactly what that would be doing. And then one that I'm very passionate about with my experience overseas is uh, having samurai wasps available as soon as we can because the bio, it's one of the few biological control 
success stories of the world and, and uh, I think that's going to be the third key one that we need to be ready to go with as soon as we can. One of the big things that I picked up on from the panel discussion that you were a part of and uh, Mike Montgomery mentioned it and also when we broke into groups and had the interactive session um, reiterating what you were just saying a lot of people were saying right we know that we need to prepare actually we just need to get on and do it and it's a lot easier now to do the extra things that we can do now instead of starting from scratch later on. Yes Mike was making a very good point that, that really and I would agree wholeheartedly that any greenfield development that's putting in overhead shelter should be thinking about or should be doing making provision for size and complete exclusion it's such a a minimal extra cost to the cost of that development that that's just an absolute no-brainer not everyone will be able to do it obviously but with a greenfields development or people that have already got overhead netting they should be thinking about how do they get it installed or the ability to get it installed um, one of the other things that came up when we were um, breaking out into our little groups was people were discussing the fact that there are still a lot of learnings to be had from PSA and things that we shouldn't forget and I know that you talked a little bit about that as well and we need to really understand that we have got to um, not think that there is anything particularly special about the way that we might run a response right we've got to work just as hard and prepare just as hard as anyone else. Yes I think Mike and I both commented that New Zealanders probably felt they were going to cope better with PSA than our offshore colleagues did and I think the realisation when it got here was we were no different and so we're all humans we have this incredible confidence that we're going to do better than everyone else but the reality is we didn't during PSA and I think um, BMSB will be the same thing we've just got to get in our heads that yes it's a very difficult test and the more prepared we are the better well the people that are prepared will do a lot better out of it well when or if it gets here. So there's a lot of research happening, there's a lot of science happening, there's a lot of learning from what's happening overseas but at the end of the day actually there's a lot that we can do ourselves to prepare on Orchard and that's what we really need to start thinking about. We've got some new resources that help with that including a brand new infographic and a BMSB long term guide and we'll have that up on the KVH website shortly and um, people like yourselves and Mike will still be around talking to everyone, people like Matt and Janneke who presented today as well. Um, so be must be definitely and I guess preparedness for anything else that might be coming our way as well um, is not going to be a message that we lose anytime soon it's becoming increasingly obvious to us that that's a key to hopeful success absolutely yep. perfect thank you so much Shane thank you for your time